the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Without a show of hands, how many of you feel like the politicians always do what's best for the people? Boy, I should have said, don't laugh either. And that they're just not in it for themselves. They're servants to the people. Listen, this is what happened. In Israel, the unprincipled leaders invited the wrath of God upon the nation by their misdeeds as leaders. You've heard the saying, there's nothing new under the sun. That's true of many things. It's certainly true of how governments treat their citizens, loading them down with taxes, abusing them through unfair regulations and more. And this was Israel's situation at the time of Micah too. You'll learn in Pastor Dan's teaching that the mistreatment of the people didn't escape God's notice. He sent many prophets like Micah to warn the people and the leadership that God was going to judge them. But it didn't do any good. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Micah chapter 3 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. the Old Testament verse by verse, and we're back in the book of Micah, chapter 3. If you want to turn there in your Bible for me, Micah, chapter 3. We're going to look at several other passages. We're going to look in Isaiah. We're going to look in Zechariah. We're going to look in Daniel. And we're going to look at a verse or two in Jeremiah as well. So if you want to go ahead and try to find those in your Bible so that when it comes time to turn there, you can turn there quickly. Again, Isaiah, Zechariah, Daniel, Jeremiah. Let me pray for us before we get into the word. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it's alive and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword. We thank you that you always speak to us week in and week out. Lord, you're always speaking to us from your word. We're so grateful for that. And Lord, we do ask that your spirit would be our teacher and that you would open our eyes and our ears and our hearts to your word. I pray that your spirit would be upon me to teach your word, Lord, and that it would be by your power and your strength, Lord. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, remember, Micah was a prophet who spoke to both the northern and southern kingdoms of Israel. And in chapter 3, the Lord speaks through Micah to the political and religious leaders of Israel, of the nation. Chapter 3 can be divided into three equal paragraphs. In verses 1 to 4, the Lord addresses the heads of Israel, or the leaders of the nation. In verses 5 to 8, the Lord speaks to the false prophets in the nation, who are leading the nation astray, as we'll see. And then in verses 9 to 12, the Lord addresses the rulers, the priests, and the prophets. So 
kind of each class of the leadership of the nation. And so again, in verses one to four, the Lord speaks to the heads of Israel. And so if you look at verse one, and I said here now, O heads of Jacob and you rulers of the house of Israel, is it not for you to know justice? And so this is addressed to the leaders, specifically to the judges of the nation. The judges were appointed to rule over the people and to give judgment over the people. And the judges sat in the gates of the cities and people could go to the judge, just go to the city gate and speak to a judge to receive counsel. If you had something going on in your life, you just needed some godly wisdom, godly direction. You could go to the city gates and speak to the judges. If you had some dispute with another person, the judges would give a ruling in that dispute. And the judges were supposed to rule the nation according to the word of God and apply the word to every situation. So if you went to a judge in the city gate, the judge is supposed to say, well, here's what the word of God says about that. Here's what the word of God tells you to do. These were the leaders of the nation. The leaders of all people were supposed to know justice. They were supposed to know what's right and what's wrong, to know what's good according to God's word. That's an essential thing for their job as judges. If you're taking notes back in Deuteronomy chapter 16, verses 18 to 20, God said to Israel, You shall appoint judges and officers in all your gates, which the Lord your God gives you according to your tribes, and they shall judge the people with just judgment. You shall not pervert justice. You shall not show partiality nor take a bribe, for a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the righteous. You shall follow what is altogether just that you may live and inherit the land which the Lord your God is giving you. So remaining in the land was tied to having just judges ruling over them. In Micah's day, the leaders of the nation were told here they did not know justice. They did not know what was right in God's eyes and what was wrong in God's eyes. They didn't know what God's word said. And so they were bad leaders. Uh, they, they, they should not have been leading the nation as judges. Look at verse 2. Again, it says, The heads of the nation hated good, and they loved evil. That is, they hated what God said is good in his word, and they loved what God said is evil in his word. And this is why the nation was in trouble. Because of these leaders who can't tell the difference between what is good and what is evil. And what is right and what is wrong in God's opinion. Because they had leaders who didn't know justice. They had leaders who hated what God said is good. And they loved what God said is evil. And remember Micah was a contemporary of the prophet Isaiah. In the book of Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20. Isaiah says... Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And what happened in the days of Micah and in the days of Isaiah is the leaders of the nation, 
actually began to change the narrative in the nation, to kind of use a buzzword from today, they changed the meaning of words. They changed the definition of words. And they began to call evil what God called good. And they called good what God called evil. So that if you did what was good and right in God's eye, you were called evil. If you had a biblical worldview, you were called evil. If you had a biblical morality, it was called evil. You're evil for doing that. You're evil for believing that way. You're hateful for having that opinion. What was evil to God, the leaders said, was good for the nation. Doesn't that sound like the culture that we live in today? Exactly what's happening. In Malachi chapter 2, verse 17, it says, You have wearied the Lord with your words. Yet you say, in what way have we wearied him? In that you say, everyone who does evil is good in the sight of the Lord, and he delights in them. They wearied God with their words, and the way that they change moral standards and labeled people evil for believing what is good and good for believing evil. And they said that God delights in people who are doing evil. That's where the nation was. At this point, you who hate good and love evil, look what it says, who strip the skin from my people and the flesh from their bones, who also eat the flesh of my people and flay their skin from them, break their bones, chop them in pieces like meat for the pot, like flesh in the cauldron. The leaders of the nation use the people. They use the citizens for their own personal gain. The leaders of the nation weren't really serving the people. They were serving themselves. Ezekiel 22 verse 27 says your leaders are like wolves. In the way that they devour the people. They use their position to enrich themselves at the expense of the people. The leaders. Now, don't raise your hand (laughs) without a show of hands. How many of you feel like. The politicians always do what's best for the people. Well, I should have said, don't laugh either. (laughs) And that they're just not in it for themselves. They're servants to the people. Listen, this is what happened. In Israel, the unprincipled leaders invited the wrath of God upon the nation by their misdeeds as leaders. Verse 4 goes on to say, then they will cry to the Lord, but he will not hear them. He will even hide his face from them at that time because they have been evil in their deeds. When the calamity comes upon the nation by the hand of the Assyrians and then later by the hand of the Babylonians, the leaders of the nation will call upon God. But without repenting of their evil deeds. They will not turn away from their wicked ways. And so God will not rescue the nation. God will not hear them. He will hide his face from them at that time. Repentance is required. It's not enough to call upon God in the day of calamity. It's not enough to just add Jesus to your life. You have to repent of your sins. And then turn to God. 
Repentance, the word repentance, it means to change your mind. To change your mind about the way you're living. And then to turn from it. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 7 says, let the wicked forsake his way. That's repentance. And the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God. For he will abundantly pardon. There's a promise there. God will have mercy. God will abundantly pardon. But you must first turn from your wicked ways. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. You have to forsake your wicked ways. Turn from your sin. That's repentance. And then return to the Lord, and He promises He will abundantly pardon you. And listen, Jesus said, There is joy in heaven over one sinner who repents of his sins. When one person has that change of mind about their life and how they're living and they turn from their sin and they turn to Jesus Christ for salvation and forgiveness, there's celebration in heaven. And here in verse 4, the leaders of the nation cry to the Lord to rescue the nation from judgment when that judgment comes down. But they're really not willing to turn from their evil deeds. They're not going to start doing what's right in God's eyes. They're not going to start to love good and hate evil. They're going to continue to hate good and love evil. And so God ignores their cry for help. And so verses 1 to 4, you kind of have like the political leaders, if you will, of the nation. Now in verse 5, the Lord addresses the prophets in the nation. This would be the false prophets, the false religious leaders of the nation, which again, as we've said before, The false prophets were very popular. They were more popular than the true prophets. False prophets drew bigger crowds. Had bigger churches. Than the true prophets. Verse 5 says, thus says the Lord concerning the prophets. Again, these are false prophets. Who make my people stray. Who chant peace or all is well. While they chew with their teeth, but who prepare war against him who puts nothing into their mouths. The false prophets lead the people astray. How are they leading the people astray? By telling the people what they wanted to hear instead of telling the people the truth. The false prophets message made the people feel good about themselves. It was always a message of peace or always a message of all is well. God is happy with you. God is pleased with you. God wants to bless you. They made the people comfortable in their sin. The false prophets gave the people a false sense of security. Now remember, at this point, the hearts of the people, we're told in Isaiah, the hearts of the people 
were far from God. And the people were caught up in all kinds of sin and idolatry and immorality that grieved God. And God was about to judge the nation for its sin. And yet the false prophets never confronted the people about their sin. They never called them to repentance. They never warned them that judgment was coming. Instead, they flattered the people with their words and encouraged the people in their sin. The false prophets were guilty of malpractice. You know, if you go to a doctor and that doctor runs some tests and that doctor discovers that you have a deadly disease that has a cure, but then that doctor never tells you that you have a deadly disease or that there's a cure available for you, that's malpractice. That doctor has a responsibility to tell you that you're going to die from this disease if you don't take the cure. And here with these false prophets, they never warned the people. They were guilty of malpractice. They never told the people the truth about their condition and they withheld the cure For their condition. A.W. Tozer, who was a pastor and author, many of you are familiar with his books. A.W. Tozer said of preaching to his congregation, he said, The last thing I want to do is to give them some kind of religious tranquilizer and let them go to hell in their relaxation. And these false teachers, these false prophets, gave the people a religious tranquilizer knowing they were far from God. And they just never brought that up. Told them what they wanted to hear. Verse 2 indicates the false teachers preached for personal benefit. If they receive something materially from the people, if food, here's what's being described. Well, if they received a nice gift from the people, well, then they delivered a positive message. And so they shaped the message to suit their own personal interests. So therefore, verse 6, you shall have night without vision, and you shall have darkness without divination. The sun shall go down on the prophets, and the day shall be dark for them. So the seers, which was just another word for prophets, shall be ashamed, and the diviners abashed. Indeed, they shall all cover their lips, for there is no answer from God. God says one day the sun's going to go down on these false prophets, and the day shall be dark for them. God's not going to speak to them at all. And so we've had the leaders of Israel now, verses 5 to 7, he addressed the false prophets, these religious leaders who were guilty of gross malpractice with the people and the way that they delivered God's message and God's word. And now we come to verse 8. And in verse 8, in contrast to these false teachers, you have Micah, the true prophet. And I want you to pay close attention to what it says about Micah. But truly, I am full of power by the spirit of the Lord and of justice and might to declare to Jacob his transgression and to Israel his sin. This description of Micah here is so important for us. In contrast to the false prophets, Micah was full of power by the Holy Spirit. And Micah, through the power of the spirit, fearlessly proclaimed the truth. Of God's word to the people. The Holy Spirit gave Micah 
courage. The Holy Spirit gave Micah a holy boldness to declare the truth to the people, to tell the people what God said and what they needed to hear, not what they wanted to hear. The false prophets, well, they were not full of the power of the Holy Spirit. They were full of themselves, full of their own power. Their message was not from the Lord. Their message originated with themselves. It wasn't from God. It was from them. And unlike Micah, the false prophets had no regard for the demands of the truth. They had no regard for communicating the truth to people. The false prophets didn't want to say anything that might offend the people. Or turn the people off. Or deliver anything to the people that might be hard for them to hear. Again, they were self-serving. Right? You think about it. If, if you're self-serving as a false prophet or a false teacher, you want to say things that will draw a crowd and keep a crowd coming back. And you're going to avoid the things that is going to thin out the crowd. Because they don't want to hear that. So it's always positive messages with the false teachers. And I think Micah is a great example for us to follow. Again, just kind of in the days that we live in and the times that we live in, the culture that we live in. We live in a time when good is called evil and evil is called good, much like Micah. We have rulers that seem to be leading the nation astray and false teachers leading the church astray. And so what should we do? Well, just like Micah, we should be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit and fearlessly proclaiming the truth of God's word to people. Daniel said the wicked will do wickedly. So don't be surprised when you see the wicked doing wickedly. But as for us, as for us, the people of God, we should be filled with the power of God and declaring his truth with boldness. And Jesus promised you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses for me. And so we should be praying, Lord, fill me with your spirit. Lord, fill me with your power. Give me boldness. To proclaim your truth. Give me boldness to proclaim the gospel. Give me boldness to open my mouth. And tell people about you. Just as Micah did. Here in verse 9 we see that Micah boldly proclaimed the truth to the nation. Look what he says in verse 9. Now hear this. (laughs) You heads of the house of Jacob. And rulers of the house of Israel who abhor justice and pervert all equity. He addresses the leaders of the nation and the leaders of the nation abhor justice. That means they hate justice. They loathe it. What's just in God's eyes, what's right in God's eyes is what that means. The leaders hate what's right in God's eyes. They hate what God's word says. They loathe it. And look what it says, they pervert equity. Now the word equity, when it's used in the Bible, it means that which is right or that which is correct. And so the leaders of the nation pervert what is right. They twist what is right. That's how you end up calling good evil and evil good. By twisting what is right. Making a perversion of it. He asked me how I know. Say, bring truer than the fine. 
Thank you for joining us today. You've been listening to Pastor Dan Sexton on Ring of Truth. Pastor Dan has been opening up the book of Micah to us in this series. This book reminds us that God remains the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you have questions about today's message, or if we can pray for you, please take a moment to get in contact with us. We can be reached at 410-491-4592. Ring of Truth is a ministry of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. We would love to see you in person if you're in the area. We meet Sundays at 8.30 and 10.30 and 12.30 p.m., as well as on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Check out our website for more information, calvaryec.com. Or you can ask for more information when you call. Once again, that number is 410-491-4592. If you've been enjoying these studies from Ring of Truth, we'd like to invite you to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. You'll be notified each time we post a new edition of the show. You can also listen to more messages on our website. Again, that's calvaryec.com. That's all we have time for today. There's more to discover in this study of the book of Micah, so we encourage you to continue reading. Pastor Dan will be opening God's Word again next time you join us, right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.